the other 19 managers together. Match day. So, today we're going to be talking about your, your team's match day. How parents act, how coaches act, what you can expect from players, uh, your philosophy, and how being a quiet one, quiet one, you can facilitate the players taking ownership and in control of their their own game, their teammates' game, um, and depending on what age you are, the result. So we we'll start from the beginning. So when you arrive, and we'll work through uh, sort of pre-game. Half time, during the game, end of the game, that sort of thing, um, and a bit of reflection when they go home. So, first of all, I mean it's something that I, something that I like, but not something that I push with young kids because they can't control it. It's the parents that can control it. Is being early, being on time. Or if someone is late. If someone is early, then praise it and say, I really like how you've turned up early here. You know, while while I set up, you can do this. You could help me if you want, or you could think of some tactics. Uh, if they're on time, don't say anything. Just leave it. You know, that's acceptable. That's cool. If they're late, don't put too much pressure on them I mean I've got a few players who are who are quite often late but everybody has different circumstances you don't know what's going on at home you don't know how busy the parents have been they might have had to go somewhere beforehand so you can't really let it get to you too much you have to accept it it's not the kid's fault when he comes running over and he's the last one he knows he's the last one he doesn't really need to know it so just try and suck him in get on with it and include him and just help him forget about that because it can affect them you know, it can it can affect their game um if it's continuing to happen quite often you can have a word or if your game is at 10 o'clock in the morning and you like people to arrive at 9 30 maybe say that You'd like people to arrive at nine fifteen, and then hopefully you'd get everybody there on time. So there's there's different ways around that, without upsetting the apple cart too much. Um, second, obviously, when everybody is there, or well, not necessarily when everybody is there, because you can you can start the warm up with two kids or one kid. So the warm up, uh, again, it. My warm-ups used to be coach stands out, everybody in a line, pass the ball to me, I'll lay it off, you have a shot at the goalkeeper. You know, bog standard, default setting for, for many coaches and teams. Then we tried little drills here and there, like if we were working on passing or whatever, we'd do a passing warm-up. And then through trial and error, we settled on the old game of World Cup doubles or Wembley doubles or if you're in a different country you probably call it something different I don't know but 
yeah, it's basically someone in goal and two teams, three teams, four teams, five teams, six teams. You can play all against all. You can play teams of two, teams of three, teams of four. If you score, you go through. And it, it's just, it's brilliant because as a coach or coaches, you have a bit of time to talk amongst yourselves as coaches without kids buzzing around your feet. The kids can just play the game because it has everything. It has goalkeeper saves and throws out and kicks. It has tackling, teamwork, shooting, passing, work rate, decision making and fitness basically. So you can let them play that and we usually do a warm up from sort of 9.30 till probably about 10.2, so you know, 20 minutes, then we will come in um, and have a team talk. But while that warm up is going on, so this is where knowing your players helps so much. So just before you have the team talk, while they're playing, if you have players who can't really concentrate when they're in a group setting and in a discussion, or players who aren't as confident being talked about in a group, have a drive-by with them while they're playing a the game. Just get in amongst them, say, here, Jacob, today, what I'd love to see is what you were doing in training, mate. You were controlling the ball with your first touch really well, and you were getting a shot away early. I'd like to see if you could do that today. Let's have let's have three early shots today, if you can. What do you reckon? Do you reckon three is acceptable? You know, question them. See if they want to do less. See if they just accept what you say. Or see if they want to push it. See if they want to push it to five or whatever. Um, or the next player, you know, you could just go and talk to them and say, yeah, last game, cool, you weren't off good. You, cool, you were good, mate really really good can you can you better that performance or can you can you hit that performance again um it's so it's 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 again about knowing your players like i said those players who don't concentrate in a group because when you talk in a group some players don't feel that that is to them so they just stand there thinking Oh, I wonder what I'm going to have for dinner tonight. Oh, there's an ice cream van going past over there. Oh, well, oh, I'd love, I'd love one of them. Jacob, you listening? Ah, oh, what? Sorry, sorry. Well, uh, no, no, I wasn't listening. Sorry. And then you're then having to give negative in your group discussion. You know, you don't want anything negative. So, know the players that are great, great in a group discussion. Know your players who need a bit of an individual drive-by. We call it a drive-by because you just get in amongst them and just tap on the shoulder. Hello, I think this today, blah, blah, blah. Um, so then that does lead us on to the team talk. So, again, from trial and error over all the years, a lot of my team talks used to be about the opponent and what they did and how good they were and what was the score last time we played them and how can we do this and how can we do that. I mean, we did we did talk about us. Yeah, we did. Don't get me wrong. We talked about us and our strengths and how we like to play and what we want to try and do. But I'm just finding, don't even talk about the opponent. 
talk about us and how good we are and how we are great when we do this and you know when we work as a team and when we play fast football and confident football taking people on focus on your strengths um don't talk about the opponent like i've just said some kids will bring up the opponent have we have we played these before yeah so you, you you're going to have to answer in a certain way just say yeah i think we have yeah but let's pretend we haven't and show them what we're all about um and challenges in your team discussion so before you start getting them in in a group discussion and you know telling them what you think get them talking player discussion come on in boys what challenges as a team do we want to do today get your get your captain or whatever to take the discussion or if you don't have a captain which i sort of tend to tend to like because it it promotes others talking i mean we we this season we have had a couple of captains and vice captains actually just to promote a bit of confidence we'll go into that in another podcast um you know captains and leadership but um I do swing, to be honest, towards not having a captain so that everybody is equal and everybody gives their opinion. Um, but yeah, player discussions. Get them setting challenges themselves. Um, even set challenges for other players. You know, they know how, how their mates play. If if Alfie is a, a really good dribbler, can they give him one challenge of can you beat three players, but also for the team can you get an assist so he's looking for passes as well um when the coach is it's time to step in you and your assistant ask them questions don't demand and tell them what you want ask questions um to manipulate the way you want to play or the work work ethic you want to get out of your players uh understand their emotions cuz kids and adults feel different on different days you know last saturday jacob might have been really buzzing today his his hamster's a bit sick and he's thinking about that and he's not really concentrating too much and so you've got to understand their emotions look them in the eyes you, you know see get the feel for what they're like in the warm-up and you can usually usually see who's with it who's not quite with it so um then you can set a guideline for your questions and challenges uh reiterate your beliefs so you've probably come up with a philosophy um or team beliefs how you want to play hard working confident and teamwork just for example so reiterate your beliefs if we do these three things, it gives us a better chance of what? Winning the match, having fun. Yeah, okay, brilliant. Um, and what you can do, which we've started doing a lot more, is let the players set the team. I mean, you'll have the dominant players who will go, oh, I'm, I'm playing up front, I'm playing up front. Jacob's, Jacob's, Jacob's going to play in midfield behind me. So you need to still assess it because if there's quieter players they'll never get in the starting lineup so you have to monitor it or you know it might be that maybe you say okay i'd like you to set the team again but 
Last week, this team started. This week, these four players have to be in the starting lineup. So come up with a lineup who's playing where and your positions. And then the ownership is on them. At half time, when they come in, you can discuss is that working or should we change stuff? Again, positions. I'm not too sure from under sevens up to under tens, you really need positions. I think just areas of the pitch, again we'll come into this in another podcast, three areas of the pitch uh, and you get rotation and movement, but we'll, well, we'll, we'll discuss that another time. Um, at half time, assess any challenges that have been set by the players or you. I mean you can have a whiteboard, you can write them down and you can assess them at half time. Change the challenges if they've been completed, or if they're too hard, or too easy, or haven't been haven't been set yet, uh, haven't been achieved yet. You know you can push them towards achieving them. Player discussion again. You know, get people calling people out. You know, Billy, I was open three times in front of goal there. You didn't play me in, mate. You know stuff like that, and get get them talking because peer to peer they call it, or player to player. It's one of the best ways of getting points across. Um, Step in with any thoughts from you as a coach. Boys, I just wanted to say, that first half, I've watched that, and I'm so happy with how you're, once you lose the ball, you're trying to win it back within six seconds. That's really, really good. I really like that. Make sure that work rate stays there for the rest of the game. Um, and again, ask questions. You know, how is it going? Is it easy out there? Is it hard? How could we make it easier? How could we help ourselves? Send them out. If you've got any subs on the side, I forgot to say this at the start, if you've got any subs on the side, instead of you shouting and hollering as a coach, you're meant to be the quiet one, standing there, assessing, get the players saying stuff. Get the players managing and... and calling out little buzzwords and stuff they should be doing full time when they come in rate their game I mean you could you could get them to rate their own game we usually do uh, zero, uh, zero for really bad one for okay and three for really good so you've got you know it's like mimicking a, a match isn't it zero points one point three points and as coaches we do that as well you know how was I as a coach today actually today I thought I was quite bad zero I, I forgot to tell you this and I'm, I'm upset with myself for not telling you that um, and they will buy into it so much more if they see that you are participating so if you're a leader a leader gets amongst people and leads you know pulls the rope with them a boss sits on the chair and wants to be pulled so that's your that's your, your your match day environment if you're trying to be the quiet one and promote player ownership. Uh, there's, there's different ways to do it. But again, trial and error, they are the basics or the fundamentals that I've found really, really helpful. Today's quote comes from a legendary player, Dennis Bergkamp. Behind every th- every kick of the ball, there has to be a thought.